Good afternoon. It is Sunday, January 24th, 2021. I originally had this following segment at the end of my previous podcast regarding the gain of function research uh, that I published a few days ago, but I decided to take it out because it made the previous message a little too long. So this message is really the second half. Um, I did find the video immediately after um, the first video that I watched by John Fleming. And uh, again, I'm just going to try to tie this together. There was one more video. I might just post it on my Twitter account. Uh, Basically, this just points out to what they're doing in terms of obscuring the truth. Uh, The governors, the politicians, the National Institutes of Health, so many of them pushed to take the choices away from physicians, meaning choices as far as treatments. They banned the use of hydroxychloroquine for a lot of doctors, physicians in this country. Uh, They enacted policies which allowed positive patients to be shuttled into nursing homes. You don't hear about the -the over-the-counter. We had Pepsid. I will repost that podcast if you want to listen to the COVID cure no one is talking about. I recorded that back over the summer. So over the course of this, quote, pandemic, it's not a fucking pandemic, but you know what? That's what they're going to throw it. That's what they're going to call it to get people to believe that there is this boogie monster out there and uh, they need to cower in fear and wait for the great, great, uh, big, great vaccine to give them their freedom, which we know that's not going to happen. Okay, because now they're pulling it out of their asses that they got 4,000 variants plus, but... If you've been listening to me from the beginning, you've known that there have been mutations and variants since the beginning, since the beginning, since the beginning of last year, 2020. Okay, we've been taking this journey together. You were prepared for this. Um, So right now, my focus is really just trying to expose the treatments that are out there that you or I can go. I can buy this shit online. I can go to Walgreens. Uh, There is a wonderful... uh, epidemiologist i believe he's he's a, he's a scientist he works for university not works but or he studied or was a teacher or he's affiliated with the university of north carolina his name is dimitri katz uh, he's publishing a lot about niacin nicotinic acid flush niacin now i read about pepsid and i you know all natural remedies uh quercetin zinc um how quercetin and zinc works very similar to hydroxychloroquine and zinc and uh, not needing uh, antibiotics. A lot of people were on Zithromax. That was part of the treatment protocol. Uh, you can take uh, oregano oil. You could take natural antibiotics if you want to uh, fight a secondary bacterial infection that this initial infection, viral infection may cause. And again, there's a lot of debate out there. What is this? Is it a virus? Is this, was this isolated? Is this not isolated? I'm on the team of this was created and released. Not that's my uh, very strong assertion in terms of the reaction and everything that's going on. And, and to me, I just know that this shit isn't going to end. We, I knew, we knew this shit would happen eventually. It's all planned at the end of the day. And the sooner people realize that they're being governed by forces that are way beyond the scope of their comprehension. Uh, yeah, the people need to wake up and understand that uh, they're being herded. They're being herded. And, and a lot of horrible things are, are, are transpiring now due to the uh, deployment of these vaccines. And these people are getting what they want. They want death. They want destruction. 
they want to call certain demographics. It's just, you know, it's in the pages of history books. And um, so many citizens are so deluded, I guess, you know, a lot of people that could have opened their eyes and realized who the real enemy was. Uh, they were quite distracted with the uh, other things, you know. The Alphabet Army was uh, distracted, and now they're licking their wounds in a corner. But we know, you and I know, that there are no fucking saviors. There are no saviors in politics because all of these politicians are pretty much complicit in what is going on and what has been going on. They're fully fucking aware. They're fully cognizant of what's happening. And uh, they're all right. They're all right with it because uh, they're pretty sure that they're going to make it. So this message is getting a little too long. Um, what was I going to say? All right, so we have treatments out there. There are treatments out there. There's no need for a vaccine when you have treatments. Easily accessible, cheap, no reason to get plasma, whatever you got fucking going on there. People who have been healed in a matter of hours with the right protocol. There are plenty of doctors who will attest to this, but they are being silenced. And what's being lauded and pushed over the people is the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine. The, you know, I just wish that people would wake up. Part of me wishes that people would just fucking wake up. And the other part of me wishes, like, you know what? At this point, just let them get it. But it's going to turn into a complete shit show. If you go back to previous messages, we know that this is scripting coding software. This is gene editing. It's not a fucking vaccine. This is a gene editing program. The simulation is about to go live. Like, what? is this gonna do it's killing people we know it's killing people it's paralyzing people um but this is a short term what are the long-term effects of this gonna be all right so i'm just gonna cut this short here thanks for all who listen i appreciate it i again i'm just trying to put information out so that you are better educated and you are better aware and you just know that shit you know that they're, they're blowing smoke up our asses and that's the common theme of my podcast and I will try to bring as much information as I come across to you if you don't find it on your own. Uh, basically to emphasize the very fact that the power of your health is in your hands. It's not in a governing body, or agency, uh, a, 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 a health expert who doesn't know what shit it's born with. Um, you know, it's not up to these people to determine your health and safety. Okay, these assholes are all about your submission. They're all about leading you astray. And, and, and if people can't see it, then fuck them. You do you, and you get yourself prepared. Because this shit is only going to get uglier. It's going to get uglier and fucking uglier. So just stay cognizant, be prepared, and just take your health into your own hands. Check out Niacin. If you want to follow my Twitter account, the link uh, should be in the description of this podcast. I retweet a lot of things regarding coronavirus and a lot of things regarding treatment. So if you want to know and be prepared for yourself, just give a follow and I'd be happy to, uh, you know, you, you, you'll see it. You'll see it on my feed. All right. It's all about the truth here. It's not about the bullshit. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day, evening, morning. I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing. I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act. But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see them.
So I happened to mention um, the policies uh, earlier in this episode uh, that really just were created to thwart the care and the, um, how would you say, uh, improved outcomes of people who came down with this virus. And uh, funny enough, again, I just came across this man's YouTube he recorded something 10 hours ago that will basically echo my very same sentiments at the beginning of this episode. I have not watched this video before, but the title says it all. Are federal and hospital policies interfering forward slash depriving patient care? And this just premiered uh, 11 hours ago. So, um, yeah, it was it was yesterday afternoon. So I definitely said I haven't watched this before. I'm going to hit play. But it's, uh, it's, it's becoming more apparent, and uh, hopefully people start to wake up. So let's share this quick. Uh, this is about 10 minutes. This is Dr. Richard Fleming. Today is Thursday, the 21st of January, 2021. As a boy growing up in Iowa, my parents and grandparents, along with a number of the older individuals, had an interesting expression for scenarios that we're experiencing today. Too many chiefs and not enough Indians. The expression meant that there were too many people trying to determine what should be done and too few people actually doing it. The practice of medicine comes down to what doctors, either allopathic or osteopathic doctors who've been trained in medical school, decide is appropriate for the diagnosis and treatment of whatever health problem you have. SARS-CoV-2 is no different. Although for the last 13 months, we've had enough interference with physicians practicing medicine, interference that has come in many cases from NIH, Health and Human Services, the FDA, CDC, World Health Organization, Public Health Services, and similar federal and international agencies. Interestingly enough, when you go to the hospital, the doctor's office to be seen, you'll not find any of those agencies actually there to take care of you. That will be the doctor and his staff, including the nurses and the rest of the hospital personnel, responsible for taking care of you and following the orders and instructions of the doctors. So why is there so much confusion for doctors about what to do? It comes from the very top. It comes from those that are generating opinions about what is and is not safe for your doctor to do and the concern that your doctor has about whether they'll lose their medical license if they do something that the people in power, all the Indian chiefs, don't like. During the last couple of days, I've received a number of telephone calls and emails from individuals asking about ivermectin as a treatment for SARS-CoV-2. 
a group of doctors called the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance have been promoting the use of ivermectin as a number of other doctors have been promoting the use of hydroxychloroquine and antibiotics that interfere with the virus itself and other treatments that there's evidence to show that these treatments actually benefit people with SARS-CoV-2 successfully treating them. But because of the powers that be and the interference, many places have doctors that are afraid to use these drugs because, again, they're afraid of losing their medical license. There are a number of very well-known doctors and very well-qualified doctors in these groups, including Drs. Barron, Merrick, and Corey. Back in December, this group of physicians issued a statement that they believe that ivermectin is the potential solution to the pandemic and will change the face of this disease worldwide. I would agree that ivermectin is one of the potential solutions because there are a number of treatments that physicians have available if everybody will quit policing them, quit interfering with the practice of medicine. That's why this organization called upon national health authorities to swiftly review the comprehensive medical evidence and issue guidelines for doctors to begin immediately prescribing ivermectin. Now, my only concern is the issuance of guidelines. Most doctors are able to come up with the information to know how these drugs should be used, and these other doctors are more than happy to share their knowledge and information that they've been obtaining to allow doctors to know what the doses are and the prescribed schedules, how often you should get these drugs. But interestingly enough, this was back in December. And I think we're all painfully aware that there's been in the United States, at least another couple hundred thousand dead Americans because treatment is not being provided to patients either in the outpatient or inpatient setting. Ivermectin is available in both settings as is hydroxychloroquine and almost all of the medications that we've talked about. Many people got excited during the last couple of days because they had seen a newspaper heading and heard in the media that NIH relaxes its prohibition. Well, a drug that's approved by the FDA, in which ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and these other drugs that we've been talking about are all FDA approved, can be used for any other purpose that a physician deems appropriate. That's called off-label use. And the reason why off-label use exists, at least one of the reasons, is because if a drug is shown to be useful for something, but it's already been approved for something else, rather than denying patients the ability to receive that drug for treatment, and rather than the drug company having to go through another round of FDA approval, doctors are allowed to prescribe these drugs off-label for you, the patient, to benefit. So a statement that suggests that somehow the NIH somehow has the ability to prohibit the use of ivermectin does disservice to this entire system. NIH doesn't have the legal authority to inhibit or prohibit the use of any medication. And this threat that has been held over physicians by federal agencies, should we use medications that you don't like, this has interfered with the treatment of patients. As I mentioned, in the last couple months, we've seen a couple hundred thousand more Americans die 
for lack of treatment. They wanted them dead. You would think that somehow this newspaper heading would suggest that the NIH is saying, please, by all means, use this. This is not what the NIH is saying. Their policy simply now states that the COVID-19 treatment guidelines panel, the panel, has determined that currently there are insufficient data to recommend either for or against the use of ivermectin. That's not exactly a glowing testimonial. However, these doctors know better and they would like to see you being treated with drugs already FDA approved by doctors that have the medical licenses to prescribe medications to determine your treatments to stop this pandemic. A vaccine will not do that. The vaccines will not stop the pandemic. And currently, they are truly experimental. They required an emergency use authorization that was only possible because these federal agencies have refused to acknowledge that treatments are available. Take a look at what they look at these doctors and what they have published. Here's an article from the New American, and you can see that these doctors are well qualified to present the argument for ivermectin. If you look at Dr. Corey, he's the president of this group. He's the chief and critical care service and medical director of trauma and life support at East Virginia Medical School. He is tenured professor of medicine and chief of the division of pulmonary and critical care medicine. Both of these medical professionals, Dr. Merrick and Dr. Corey, are more than qualified to provide their input on what they believe the right treatments are. Ivermectin represents one opportunity for treatment that doctors should be able to provide you because the FDA has already approved this drug for another use and under open label practices, your doctors should be able to prescribe these drugs. Rather than watching people come into a hospital and tell you we have no treatment for SARS-CoV-2, ask your doctor what information they have about possible treatments for off-label use for drugs to treat SARS-CoV-2. We can put an end to this pandemic and people dying, which is the real problem behind the pandemic, while we address the issue of the spread of the virus. But if we stop people from dying because of treatments that already exist, the fear and the stress and the concern that is running amok throughout the United States and the world won't have a reason to run amok. And the people that are controlling a scenario and want to be in charge, all the Indian chiefs who really don't have any answers, will have to yield to the Indians, all the doctors, providing care and treatment to you your family, and your loved ones. The next time somebody says there aren't treatments available, merely ask them to look for the information that's out there. It's an interesting statement that the NIH can no longer oppose the use of these drugs. They don't care about the drugs. They want you to get the vaccine. Allow physicians to treat patients based upon physicians' decisions on what drugs to use, either on-label or off-label. This is Dr. Richard Fleming. Today is Thursday, the 21st of January, 2021.
he doesn't seem to make that correlation in addition to the fact that he really seems to believe that all those positive tests, all those 400,000 people were like legitimately positive COVID. So I don't know. I mean, he did have some information, but mm, yeah, I mean, obviously the National Institutes of Health, they don't want people taking their meds. They're investing lots and lots and lots of money into funding just to convince people to take this fucking vaccine. So this guy's bringing a lawsuit, but you know what? They're setting the ball in motion, and they want this happening. So, I, you know, for what it's worth, that lawsuit is, uh, eh, it's not going to do much to stop them. All right, have a great evening.